it sucks, honestly. Um, you know, walking off kind of in disbelief. Uh, just, you know, it's hard to fully reflect on everything. Uh, right now it all happened so fast. Um, but just even thinking back just to where we came from, dug ourselves out of a hole, you know, we're in control of our destiny. And then the last two weeks uh, just, didn't, just didn't get it done. And it, it hurts right now. A lot of uh, reflection to come over the next handful of days, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, it's, a, it's not a good feeling right now. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday, a Monday that begins Wild Card Week in the NFL. One hour from now, Mike Lombardi, your Odyssey NFL insider. And then our 11 a.m. Eastern hour, Pam Maldonado of Yahoo Sports on the college football championship tonight between Alabama and Georgia. A couple of things, we'll dive into the AFC picture. That, of course, the voice of Carson Wentz. We'll get to how he played yesterday because the Colts had to lay a complete egg to miss the playoffs. They actually did it. They laid that egg. But a couple of uh, newsy things. Joe, an update on your survivor pool. And it is official. Everyone can relax. Matt Nagy, according to Schefter, <laughs> is out in Chicago. So I was just kidding, obviously, last time. We knew he was going to be gone, and he's gone. Out goes Nagy. Now do pace. Seven years, one winning season, zero playoff wins. We could talk about the failures at head coach and quarterback. Now do pace. Better be. Fortunately, the word here is that he's going to fail up, which happens way too much. He's going to fail up, and they're going to uh, create a position which has not been there, the f- head of football operations. The GM was always where the buck stopped with football decisions in the past, if, you, if you're assuming that ownership and the business side is not meddling, which has always been up for debate. But uh, the word – the the rumor has been over the last couple of weeks that he's going to fail up. He won't be the general manager, won't have to deal with the media, and they'll bring in somebody else, which would be a horrendous decision. Horrendous. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. If we don't hear anything about Pace, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of a press conference tomorrow. It would be too quick today. Uh, in my pool, started with 609, and it ended in a tie. We ended with two. Two guys um, – There were two left after week 15, and they refused to lose. One had Washington, one had Tennessee in week number 18. 609, we had a tie with two. And in Circus Survivor, they started with 4,080, which we were in as a show. It didn't last long enough. They finished in a tie with five. In that one, you had to go 20-0. In mine, you had to go 18-0 because they had the Thanksgiving and the Christmas week. Uh, Two people had the Chiefs, one Bucks one Titans, one Washington. So the people that saved the Super Bowl teams, the Chiefs and the Bucks for the last week, they got $1.53 million, and then the two others each got $1.2 million. Um, do you think for mine that I need to add double weeks at the end? Because there was a tie or outlier, those two people which just were, had a terrific season, and it was a big... Big payday for them anyways. I think it's an outlier. I mean, okay. in, the, in the pools you've run before, in other survivor pools, does it go down to, is it, have it, this happen? Well, I asked, but, but I haven't had ones this large. And then the circle right. one had a tie, but they started with 4,080 and it got down yeah. to five. That's so. yeah. crazy. Yeah. It was a weird year too, where there were a lot of weeks where no one was getting knocked out. It was, it was a bizarre year. And then, then it started to kind of fall back into line with normal. 
So I, I, yeah. I would guess that's an outlier. Um, all right, guys, <laughs> let's dive into the AFC here. The AFC postseason picture is set after what happened last night. So we heard from Carson Wentz there. I mean, that really set the dominoes. That was the one thing that could set this all into a tizzy was the Jaguars beating the Colts. Obviously, it's more than just Carson Wentz. He was one piece of it. The Jaguars won up front. But goodness gracious, he was horrendous yesterday. His QBR yesterday was 4.4. Think about the Colts three weeks ago. They were everyone's darlings. Joe, you hit the, the, the game against the uh, the Patriots. It was a great hit. They played well. They played really yeah. well in that game. Then they went to Arizona and won on Christmas night. That was the night I said they're in. All they have to do is win one at home against the Raiders or Jaguars. Like, obviously, they're going to make the playoffs. And I totally forgot about that I had a Colts under nine and a half ticket until yesterday. I just I pushed it away. I thought I lost. And then I looked yesterday morning. I was like, all right, I guess I'm in on this Jaguars game even more now. I, I can't believe they missed the playoffs. And that's that Christmas game was when everybody jumped in. For those hanging on, Patriots, a lot of people jumped in after that performance yep. and then after the next win everybody jumped in and then i was mad about my futures tickets that i was holding that that held value because of the numbers that i grabbed compared to the current numbers but i hated it because everybody was jumping on board on the colts and saying the same stuff in agreement to to the case that i made that they can go in the road they can win get get an early lead and wentz has improved this year wow wow so it holds true, even though we kind of chuckled at it as we brought it up all of last week. Everybody was bringing it up. Colts still can't win down there. They can't, they can't win on the road at Jacksonville. It's insane. So last year, Jacksonville had one win, and it was at home against the Colts. And this year, would they have three wins? Two. T- two wins. They bookended a 2-29, and 29, uh, a 2-and-what, 30-stretch, I believe. No, how many games did they win? One or two. They beat... Let's look at this quickly. I, I think I saw yesterday they, they had one in between, right? They won one in 15 last year. <laughs> yes. And then they lost all their games except the one this year. Uh, yeah, except they won three games on the season. So they had two heading into yesterday. Yes. What was the game? They beat Buffalo. Bills. Yeah. yeah. Buffalo. So they won one, lost a, million, lost a million almost in two, in two years, and then beat the Colts again. What a strange thing. Paul, do you remember when people were uh, talking about the Jags winning the division? Yeah. Oh, we were a Jag show. We were a Jag show. <laughs> we were all in. Listen, give them a few more weeks. They're rounding in form here. Aaron, the Colts blew it, and it changed the whole postseason here. I mean, that, the Colts, we all thought we were going to be in, and now this is not an AFC playoff picture I think any of us could have guessed last week. Well, yeah, the Colts and Ravens being eliminated. Steelers in. Ew. Who would have thought that? Um, definitely happy about the Titans, though. Uh, they get the lone bye and uh, home field advantage, so that's good. Um, but, yeah, Carson Wentz, man. You've been telling us about him all season, but he's got to get rid of those shovel passes. They are not working for him. <laughs> that's a good call. Yeah, they're, they're not working. They're not working. Like a lot of great athletes, you spend the offseason, all right, I'm going to work on my game. Right. What do I need to do to improve? And Frank Reich's going to sit down with him and be like, we've got to get rid of the shovel pass that you just invented. <laughs> when when you're being sacked, let's hold on to the football instead of tossing it around. So they're out. They're, they're not a playoff team. Here's who's in. And let's go over the uh, the seedings and the odds and then the matchups coming up here. So the number one seed, Aaron, you said it. The Tennessee Titans are the one. Though they didn't have an easy time yesterday with the Texans. That was a cover by Houston. And we, we called that all last week. That 10 points was too much. 
Tennessee in number one seed. They are plus 310 to win the conference. Second odds. Number two seed, Kansas City Chiefs, plus 175. Number three, Bills, plus 350. Bengals at 8-1 to one to win the AFC as the four seed. The Raiders are the five seed, and they will be in Cincinnati on Saturday. Patriots 10 to 1. Excuse me, by the way, Raiders are 22 to 1 as the five seed. Patriots as the six seed, 10 to 1. Steelers as the seventh seed, 34 to 1. Interesting. This conference hasn't at all line up on the odds at all, right? The number two seed is the favorite by a lot. The number one seed is the second best odds. And then the number six seed is 10 to 1, while the five seed is 22 to 1 and the seventh seed, 34 to 1. What do you make, before we get to the matchups this weekend, Joe, uh, the odds there, does anything stand out? I mean, we knew the Chiefs would be the favorite, and they should be the favorite. But I just find it interesting the way it kind of lines up that the Patriots at 10-1 to 1 are the sixth seed, and they have a difficult first-round match in Buffalo. They're 10-1. to 1, Meanwhile, Raiders, Steelers, and specifically the Raiders, are way, way behind. Yeah, that's uh, – you're saying for the AFC odds? AFC the odds. Super Bowl. Yeah. To, to, to win the AFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're the fifth favorite overall. And then the Raiders, a super long shot. Pittsburgh, it ain't going to happen. I mean, I understand why there is that massive gap between yep. the Patriots and the Raiders Steelers because of the matchups they're going to be dealing with in that first game. Uh, what I find just as interesting is even though Tennessee would have to uh, beat one fewer team, nearly the same number as the Bills. So how high is the, is the betting market on the Bills? Of course the Chiefs are the, are the runaway favorite. That's kind of expected, even though they have one more game than Tennessee. Mm. A lot of disrespect towards the Tennessee Chiefs, and I think it's pretty deserved. I mean, they, they are nearly the third favorite as a team that's going to be sitting at home this weekend. Interesting. Yeah, I Not also wonder... No, I, I wonder if some of the um, interesting numbers like with the Bengals and, and Patriots are a product of one of those teams could be in Tennessee next weekend. They could take on a number one seed that no one really respects. All right, let's, let's hit the games and our first thoughts here on the games this weekend. Saturday, Raiders at Bengals. That's the 430 game. That's your, that's your start of wildcard weekend. Raiders currently on FanDuel Sportsbook are a six-point underdog. Bengals fair by six. The total is 49. Now, we did see this game in late November. I believe the line was one. I think it was Bengals mm -hmm. either one. I forget which way it was, but I took the Bengals that day, and they won that game in Las Vegas. This is a tough spot for the Raiders for rest and travel. They had to play yeah. Sunday night. Now they go on a short week on the road. Bengals just basically took the week off with at least their best players. That, that's a tough turnaround for them. It's supposed to snow on Saturday in Cincinnati, too. Weather could affect a few of these games, yep. obviously. Which team does that favor? Cincinnati, Kansas City. I think it might. Which I think it favors the Raiders. Why? Passing? The, the, well, the, be the best we've seen of the Bengals is a downfield passing attack. Yeah, but they could still run it better than Oakland, can't they? They can run it, yeah. But is that the game yeah. they want to play? Doesn't that doesn't that lend you to no. a, a closer game, right? Uh, for the live audience, now Flores is out. Really? I Did just you saw that, to see yeah. that one. No. Well, there's always a there's always a surprise. always always so Brian Flores out in Miami. Uh, what was interesting about that Week Eleven matchup? You look at the final score. 
uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati domination. And yeah, yeah, you win by a few scores. It's fair to look at it that way. It was 32 to 13. But when you dive into the box score, it, what brings back is, um, did they really dominate that game? The yards per play, Raiders nearly two more yards per play, okay? Yards per pass, over three yards per pass more than Cincinnati. It was all about the third downs. The Bengals were great. They converted on 50% of them, and then the Raiders were one for seven on third downs. That was that, was that game right there. Uh, I think the Raiders can hang. I think they can too. Uh, I don't see why they wouldn't hang in the game. The only thing I worry about is if the is what six? six six is a big number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And offensively, <clears throat> it's like Derek Carr. They've been getting it done. Um, they've been hanging in games, and they've had just a, a crazy season with everything that's happened. And they've overcome adversity. It's hard to bet against them. You know, yeah. I mean, it's almost like. Kind of reminds me of the the Saints when everything happened with Katrina. You know, it's like they've got a lot to play for. They found a way to rally, and yep. here they are. Yeah, they are. I just think it's a bad spot. I think it's a bad spot for them. A short week, overtime. On the road. On the road. Bengals just no. took a week off, basically. I just think it's a lot to overcome in this week. I, I'm gonna, I'm, I like Cincinnati a lot in this game. Patriots, Bill, Saturday night. Now, Joe, you and I guessed this game last week, and we guessed the line, I believe. And we had the lines shorter than four and a half. They fired Pace. Thank God. Out. Right, per Pelissero. Who, who, who reported that? Pelissero just Schefter. tweeted it. Let's go. Double tap. Double tap. <laughs> Jake's so happy. There was no hesitation. Nope. Mike on. They fired Pace. <laughs> Thank God, man. Thank I God. love a good double tap. How does Cyril get that? What a good day. Jeez, what a great day. Wow. What a day. This is great. You guys All right, should everybody, have right, everybody strap right in for I'm two and a half hours of Bears GM search talk. There we yeah. go. So, I mean, this is what a lot of teams are going to be going through. I think it's going to be interesting. So they're going to hire. They're going to make three vital hires. What the expected a, a head of football operations, a brand new position, a general manager, and a head coach. Hmm. That's a lot. You don't feel great with George McCaskey running it's the show. It's a whole but... new world in Chicago. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> Do Ted Phillips next. <laughs> Do Ted Phillips I mean, next. No, nah, he's gonna run, he's gonna run Arlington Heights. He's gonna be in charge of the new stadium on the business side. But uh, that's fine. That's but problem is Ted's gonna have a say in. Uh, top of these hires but here's the real question do i have to change my avatar on twitter yeah yes. you do he's gone we need you we need yeah you in full manager baseball uniform we, we didn't forget is... that luke Pinello 2.0 we need we need stories of that later but yes we you need to change the avatar that that's good he's out uh, i can't wait for this press conference he's the last out. one of the recent times we heard from george when talking about his mom virginia the owner it's like she's pissed off like she better be irate right now. She turned ninety nine the other day. I can't wait for that press. Just put her up That's at the fun. at the, the microphone. All right, we got a lot to talk about here <laughs> on the other side. Do that. We will round up the coaching firings, the GM firings. Look more at the state of games here: Patriots, Bills, and of course the Chiefs and the Steelers to round out the AFC. A lot to come this week and on the show. Mike Lombardi, twenty minutes from now, right here on the BeckQL Network.